What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 43 of the Vitality Unleashed podcast. We are your hosts, Coach Dylan and Coach Lauren, and today is Nutrition Wednesday, and we're going to be discussing why intuitive eating sucks for most people. Yeah, for most people, let's not put every single person in a box, but it sucks for me, sucks for Dylan, and 99% of people who I know that have tried it have not done it very successfully. Also, can't believe we're already on episode 43. We're going to be at 100 before we know it. Oh yeah, 100%. So guys, so let's get into it. What is intuitive eating? Intuitive eating, what people use it for is listening to your body. You listen to your hunger cues. You eat when, basically you just eat whenever you want. Like you don't use self-control or anything like that. That's essentially what intuitive eating is. Yes, and this can be an issue for so many reasons, but for a big one being that a lot of people have hormone deficiencies and specifically when your ghrelin is a little bit out of whack, your hunger cues genuinely are not going to be normal. You're going to be feeling full at times when it's not necessarily appropriate. You're going to be feeling super hungry at times when it's not necessarily appropriate and things can be a little bit off when this hunger signaling is off if you're just constantly listening to your body it can cause a lot of issues. Yeah, your hormones need to be aligned. You need to be hydrated. You need to be sleeping right. You need to be moving enough. Like there's so many factors that need for your body to be perfect for you to be able to be able to intuitive eat correctly. You need a good relationship with food in general. And guys, if intuitive eating fucking worked, then 50% of the United States wouldn't be obese. Just newsflash. Like that's just a fact. So whenever anyone's like intuitive eating works, you're like, oh, well, majority of the country doesn't pay attention to what they eat and they're all fat. So like where where does that correlate? Yeah, exactly. So it also comes into play like what are your specific goals and how important are they to you? Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to put on muscle? If you're trying to do something specific, achieve a specific result and you're just intuitive eating, you don't want to keep track of everything that's coming into your body. I get it. Sometimes it can feel a little bit tedious. Sometimes it's not always the number one thing that you want to do, but you're genuinely just going to be wasting so much time when you could just put a few more extra minutes of effort in per day and it's going to make such a big difference. Yeah, and intuitive eating doesn't define food choices because everyone who wants to intuitive eat is doing it as an excuse to have zero restrictions, set zero bounds in yourself, have zero self-control. So when that means, oh, I'm hungry, I'm going to go eat this, uh, I'm going to go eat a bunch of ground beef, 80-20 ground beef and some rice. You're like, this should be healthy, but you just had six ounces of 80-20 ground beef and it was like 700 calories. Exactly. If you're just eating what you want when you want it, there's going to be not only so many nutrient deficiencies, but it's just going to be all over the place. Like, guys, do you genuinely think like, okay, I know I need to be eating 2,400 calories right now to put on this X amount of muscle in this amount of time. Do you genuinely think that you're just going to go throughout your day and somehow end up eating the correct amount of calories just because you're listening to your body? That's not going to happen. So if your goals are not that important to you, you're not really trying to achieve anything specific. You feel like you're in an amazing place with food. You get hungry when it's appropriate. You get full when it's appropriate. And you just don't care care much about your physical goals. Then intuitive eating, sure, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Intuitive eating is great if you have all of these boxes checked and you don't have specific goals. If you have specific goals, those guys like, come on, like they're every single person who sets goals in any field has to create a plan. You don't see anyone who's like, 
oh, I have a goal. I want to accomplish this big thing. But actually, I actually have no idea how I'm going to do it. I'm just going to wing it a day at a time. Yeah, it'd be the same thing. Say someone wanted to grow a business and they're like, okay, well, I want to do this, but I don't want to like keep track of anything. So I'm just kind of going to do what I feel like doing on a daily basis. Yeah, growing a business is too specific. It's like, I want to become a millionaire. But then it's like they don't even decide from there. Are they going to start a business? Are they going to try to grow up the like job tree? They have no plan. It's nothing. You're just like, day to day, yeah, I'm just going to keep working my uh, fry cook job at McDonald's and hope it works out eventually. Yeah, well, I don't feel like doing this today. I don't feel like going to work. You know, I'm just going to wing it and it's going to turn out right. So, again, it comes down to your goals, how important they are to you. And if you actually want to do it the most optimal way or if you don't really care about any type of a time frame or ever getting there. Absolutely. So like we've alluded to, intuitive eating a lot is used as an excuse to just binge eat or, you know, just have no self-control. And a super, super common scenario you see is because so many people might think, oh, you're only going to see this with people who are overweight, obese. That's not true. A lot of times you see it with people who are coming out of shows for bodybuilding post-show because they get to such a low body fat. And even if they have a responsible coach who's like, hey, we need to reverse diet, we need to reverse diet, the amount of athletes you see who just like ignore their coach after four weeks, eight weeks, and they're like, oh, sorry guys, I decided I just need to listen to my body and start intuitive eating. And then they blow up like the marshmallow man. And you wonder why, like... That is a really like big reason people say I want to intuitive eat just because you're sick of following the plan, even though it's getting you the results you want. It's keeping you healthy, but you're like, nah, not worth it. Yeah, exactly. It definitely happens a lot post-show. And like, I'm at the point where it's like 50-50 on if a coach maybe doesn't reverse correctly or doesn't put someone into a reverse, but also the other 50%, you also have to keep in mind that a lot of athletes will just quit right after their show. They're like, great. I achieved this. I'm done. I want to eat what I want. But guys, that is the worst idea ever. Do you really think your hormones are going to be right in check? Your hunger signaling is going to be really good post-show and you're just going to be eating a good amount of calories. No, post-show, you're going to be eating fucking everything in sight and you're going to be telling yourself like, oh, well, I'm hungry, so I should keep eating this. But guys, you're going to be hungry. I know post-show for me, like, I am hungry no matter what. I could eat 4,000 calories. I would still be hungry. And that that happens for months. No matter how high my calories get up, like, post-show, that hunger signaling is just off. And you're just going to be so hungry. So it does take a lot of discipline. Like, I totally get how hard it can be. Post-show is a very, very, very hard phase. But it's also so important that it's done correctly because this sets up your entire improvement season. If you don't do post-show correctly your entire improvement season is going to suffer. Your next prep is going to suffer. Yeah, and this is when people start getting in this cycle if you're a competitor where you're like, okay, I dieted. And even if it's not a competitor, you just went on a crash diet or got to a really lean body fat percentage. They both end up having a pretty similar effect on your hunger signaling and everything. Uh, You get down to that super lean weight and then you're like, oh, wow, I achieved this weight, achieved this goal. I'm going to intuitive eat. But then you put on body fat so fast, you blow up so fast and you hate what you see in the mirror. So mentally, you're going to fucking hate yourself. I'm telling you right now, it is majority of competitors post-show. If you do not reverse properly, there's going to be a point where like, I look terrible. I look so fat. How did I get this fat this fast? Literally two months ago, I was shredded. What's going on? 
And then that's going to put you in a horrible mindset. And guess what? You're going to try to diet down again, except this time your metabolism is still super slow and you can't diet down. You can't get lean again. And then you are stuck. And guess what? You're just going to have to put on even more body fat while you're reversing to uh, eventually be able to diet back down. Yes, guys, we could go on and on and on about this, but it's so common that Yes, someone won't follow their diet post-show. They're going to blow up. They're going to put on body fat. They're going to go back into a calorie deficit, start starving themselves because they don't like how they look. They're going to go into that deficit. The deficit's not going to work well. They're going to keep starving their body. They're never going to end up putting any muscle on. Then they're going to go through a one-month growing phase and back into prep, actually in a worse place than where they started. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so serious about this. Like When I have a competitor even bring up their post-show meal, I literally every single time, I'm like, yep, enjoy that meal, and then we're reversing. I don't care. I say it every single time because like I just need to hammer it in their head how important it is. Yeah, and it's not only for mental health. Like it is genuinely so bad for your physical health yeah. to blow up like a balloon your like blood that. Blood pressure. It is super bad for your blood pressure to just start eating so much. Imagine, imagine if you're averaging putting on like a pound a day for a month. Like, yeah, you're it gonna happens. be fucked. And like reversing is just so powerful. Like when it's done correctly, it is such an amazing like face. You're going to feel, yes, you're going to be hungry. I'm not going to lie to you. You're probably going to be hungry for a while, but you're going to feel so good in the gym. Like your body is going to love all this extra food. The pumps are going to be insane. Your physique is probably going to look better. I know most people like post-show when they're getting some more food, like their physique looks so full, so bubbly. You feel so confident, like it is such an amazing phase when done correctly. Absolutely. And, you know, we know how to do it. So if you need help with that, we are always fucking here. Yeah. So let's talk about the other side of intuitive eating. So, of course, there's the intuitive eating, the people that are always hungry and they're using it as the excuse to just be able to eat whatever they want. But there's also the other side of it. What I personally struggle with and when I used to try to intuitive eat um, what I struggled with and what I know a lot of other girls do struggle with, with as well. They're using it more so as an excuse to not eating and eat yeah. enough food and purposely, it might not even be purposely, but subconsciously you're going to be intuitive eating, but you're so used to these restrictive habits that you're going to exactly. resort back to them. Restrictive habits. That's the biggest thing, right? It's always the girls always, always, always were under eating very restrictive prior. And they're like, well, it, intuitive eating i'm listening to my body must be healthy but this comes back to relationship with food this is where you see it the biggest relationship with food you're not going to see as much with people who are uh overeating because their relationship with food is very good but people who don't want to eat they like they're not going to starve themselves they you see weight on the scale and whether you want to act like you're listening to your body or not you're going to have eaten breakfast you're going to weigh yourself again on the scale for some reason after eating breakfast you're going to see you're a pound heavier and you're gonna be like well i can't eat anymore until my weight's back down yeah exactly you'll eat one meal and then you're going to wait a little bit you're going to not eat till later in the day because you're not hungry but the truth is you're not starving you're like well my stomach isn't churning yet. Like I don't need to eat yet. Like I'm not that hungry and you're just going to keep pushing it off and your body's going to adapt to this. Your appetite is genuinely going to decrease when you're under eating for a long period of time. You're going to keep under eating. You're going to fuck your metabolism in the process too. And it's just not going to turn out good. Yeah. This is a toxic thing with uh, intermittent fasting where people's bodies adjust to it. And then you're like, Oh, I'm, I only eat in a six hour window. And while great, if you're getting in the amount of calories you should be getting in that six hour window, fine. 
But the problem is, yes, especially with young women, oh, I'm waiting till 2 p.m. to eat. I'm going to finish eating at 8 p.m. So you eat, you know, some grapes at 2 p.m. And then it's 5 p.m. and you eat like one meal and then that's it. And that's all your food for the day. And that's when it's a problem. Yeah, exactly. And let's be fucking real. Like if you're just listening to your body, you're not always going to be making the most nutrient dense choices. You're going to be like, oh, I want chocolate right now. So. I'm eating fucking chocolate when maybe you should be tracking your nutrient intake. Oh, I haven't eaten any fiber today. Like maybe I need some Mm. vegetables, some lentils. Like this is why tracking is just so important. Like there is nothing wrong with tracking what you're putting in your body. Like it is to fuel your body properly, get you feeling your best overall. And even if you're not tracking every single little thing that you put into your body at least lightly making sure okay i'm getting close to my protein i'm at least getting enough fiber and like these little things they matter so much and it's just going to make such a difference in how you feel that it's worth the extra two minutes and if you do this is something we talk about a lot if you do have that unhealthy relationship with tracking your food it is probably because the habits that you have set for yourself are not realistic yes that's the biggest thing tracking your food do not shit on it. It is your fault if there is if you it's over too restrictive. Tracking your food, you're the one who sets the restrictions. No one else does. So yes, that means yes. Yeah, that means you're the one who did it. It's not the app didn't say eat 800 calories. I promise you. We can go on my fitness pal right now. We can see what it suggests for you. It's not telling you that shit. Yeah, and so many people just see it on the restrictive th- side of things, but guys. I'm eating fucking 525 grams of carbs a day. Do you think if I wasn't tracking my food, I would just somehow be eating that much every day? Absolutely not. If I were to intuitive eat right now, we do. We intuitive eat once a week right now just because our appetite really, really needs it. And on that day, like, I'll be fucking real. We don't eat much food because we're so fucking full. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, like, that's the thing. Like, if both of us started intuitive eating, we'd probably drop, like, 10 pounds, like, in two weeks. (laughs) It would be terrible, 100%. So that's why you need to have your metabolism in a good place. You need to have a good relationship with food. You need to be getting good sleep. You need to be hydrated. All these things can impact your appetite. All these things can impact how you feel. If these things are not checked off, there is no reason you should be trying to intuitive eat. Yes, exactly. There's a time and a place for everything. But in my experience and most people that I've talked to, maybe you enjoy intuitive eating. Of course, it's nice being able to eat whatever you want. Of course, it might be even a little bit Mm -hmm. less stressful, but it is not going to get you to your goals. Yeah, it's definitely less stressful until you look in the mirror and you hate what you see every single day. And you feel like shit. Yeah, and you feel terrible. Yeah, okay. You don't get to pay attention to what you eat, but then you just feel terrible about yourself the rest of the day. It's awesome. And that's the thing also with intuitive eating, guys. Last note, a lot of people are using it as an excuse to then say, oh, look, I eat what I want and I'm overweight. I'm fat. It's genetic. I'm just overweight because it's genetics. It's genetics. No, you have a poor relationship with food. You have a poor metabolism. Something else is going on there. It's not your genetics. You just need to start paying attention to what you eat. Facts. All right. See you guys tomorrow. All right, guys. Peace.